episode of the Mr. Barton Maths Podcast with me, Craig Barton. Flipping heck, it's a while since I've done one of those big hellos. Uh, The old voice isn't uh, quite where it used to be. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in to this special episode. What on earth am I doing, I hear you say? Well, um, over the last year or so, every time I'm lucky enough to visit a school or speak at a conference, I'm often asked, uh, what on earth has happened to the Mr. Barton Maths Podcast? Is it dead in the water? Are we never going to hear it again? So I thought it was about time I just recorded an episode to tell you what's happened to the podcast, uh, what I've been doing instead, and what the future of the Mr. Barton Maths Podcast is. Exciting, hey? So first thing to say, just a little bit of history. Um, I couldn't believe this when I was looking it up. The first episode of the Mr. Barton Maths podcast came out in, do you want to have a guess? Little pub quiz here. Uh, It was December 2015. So uh, coming up to, well, seven years uh, into its eighth year. Um, And in that time, I've recorded 160 episodes. And as regular listeners to the podcast will know, some of those have been epics. I think we got near four hours once. Uh, Danny Quinn did two three-hour double bills, kind of back-to-back. There's been some absolute epics there. And uh, it got to April last year, April 2022. And to be honest with you, I was I was just a bit burnt out. Uh, they take quite a bit of prep when you're recording long episodes like this, particularly if it's a guest who's got a book out and you've got to read all their book. Think of questions based around that, but also then look at all their back work and all their blogs and all their tweets because you don't just want to ask the obvious questions and so on and so forth. And um, as some of you may know, I've got quite a young family, uh, Isaac, who's just turned four, and Jacob, God almighty, he's hard work, he's uh, nine months now. So I just felt at the time, I just didn't have the time basically to justify it. And my wife had been very kind to me, letting me uh, record all those episodes for all those years. And I just thought it was time to to take a bit of a break and a, and a bit of a back step. And to be honest, I was a bit burnt out as well. I've had a few health issues and blah, 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 blah. So I thought I'd take a little bit of a, a back step from the podcast, but <laughs> And about a week into my break, I started getting itchy feet, or I guess an itchy voice would be the best way to say it. And I wanted to do something new or try something new. And I've been thinking for a while um, of doing an alternate form of podcast. So the Mr. Barton Maths podcast, long form, in-depth, hours and hours and hours. But I know teachers are very, very busy. Um, And I also know some of my favorite podcasts I listen to, whilst I absolutely adore a long-form interview, I also like the kind of short, sharp ones as well. So um, I'd had an idea that I'd be mulling over for about six months or so. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. And hence, my Tips for Teachers project was born that some of you may be aware of. If you just Google Tips for Teachers or go to tipsforteachers.co.uk, you'll find out all about it. So just to tell you the idea in a nutshell, um, what I do is I invite a guest to come and speak to me. Um, And this can be a guest from anywhere in the world of education. It can be a practicing teacher, it can be a researcher, it can be an author, an academic, whoever it may be, someone who I think has got something really valuable to offer. And what I do is I challenge them to think of five tips that they would share with teachers. And again, the tips can be on absolutely anything. Classroom management, checking for understanding, responsive teaching, well-being, whatever it may be. 
Um, and I've been very, very lucky, and I, this is on the back of the Mr. Barton Maths podcast, that um, lots of people have just said yes to it. So I've had loads of big names, uh, Dylan William, Tom Sherrington, Daisy Christodoulou, Claire Seeley. And I try to get guests from a wide variety of subjects and also a wide variety of phases. But the other thing I wanted to do with the Tips for Teachers project is to highlight teachers who may not be household names, but who, when I'm lucky enough to visit schools, I just see what they do and it just blows my mind and I think I've got to share this expertise. So people like uh, John Munford and Craig Latimer, who, again, you may not you may not be aware of, but if you listen to their episodes, God almighty, they've got some brilliant, um, brilliant things to share. So yeah, we cover loads of topics and if you go on the Tips for Teachers website, you'll see I break it all down um, into all the different themes that we cover. And what I do is when the guests come on, I record our conversation as an audio podcast and I put that out as, as normal. But I also um, capture the video uh, recording of our podcast. I've, I've splashed the cash and uh, subscribed to this video uh, recording platform. And I chop each of the videos up. So it's one video per tip. And I put those on the website as well. And what teachers have been doing, and I think this is a really smart idea, is you'll get a teacher who will listen to the Tips for Teachers podcast, perhaps driving into work or doing the dishes or walking the dog or whatever. And they'll hear a tip and will think, you know what, that's a good one, that. So then what you can do is you can send the video around to colleagues, just share the YouTube link or the Tips for Teachers link. And people have been using these videos um, in whole school twilight sessions, or which works really well is in departmental meetings. So you can either show the video as a stimulus at the start of a meeting. They're, they're only short, some of these, like three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes or whatever. Show the video at the start of the meeting or set watching the videos like a homework, a prep task before the meeting. And then everybody can discuss the ideas that are shared and have a big argument about it and think, what would this look like for us? How would we need to adapt this tip to make it work for us? So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's going really well, the Tips for Teachers project. I'm really excited and I'm certainly going to keep this uh, going. Uh, but just a, f a few other things on this and then we'll cycle back smoothly to what's going to happen with the Mr. Barton Maths podcast. Um, if you're new to Tips for Teachers, and it's really interesting, you know, when I look at the um, subscriber numbers for the Mr. Barton Maths podcast and the Tips for Teachers, I reckon only about 20% of Mr. Barton math subscribers actually subscribe to the tips for teachers. So that's why I wanted just to highlight um, that there's a, there's a whole load of uh, my annoying voice out there if you're having withdrawal symptoms, uh, but fortunately with lots of other amazing guests as well. So um, if, you, if you haven't checked out the Tips for Teachers project, by all means subscribe to, to the podcast, but I wanted to kind of give you a way in. So I've picked out three episodes that I think are really good ones to, to dive into and start with, and I'll put links to these in the podcast show notes page so you can dive straight to them. So the first one is with uh, Jamie Tom. Um, and I absolutely love this. And again, you may not be aware of Jamie's work. I mean, he's written Slow Teaching, a fantastic book. And what's great about the conversation with Jamie is whilst it was definitely pedagogy focused, we also focused a lot on your um, helping support and helping to help them thrive, your quieter students, your more introverted students. How can you get the most out of them with some good practices? And there was, it just blew my mind talking to Jamie and it's really made me rethink um, how I interact with certain students. So that's one to check out. Um, another one, oh, oh, this guy's amazing, Sammy Kempner. Um, now, Sammy is the head of maths at the Totteridge Academy where Adam Boxer teaches. And if you're aware of Adam Boxer's work, 
he was the former head of science there. Adam's very much into direct instruction, whereas Sammy's a complete opposite. In Sammy's lessons, it's it's all about group work. And yet Sammy's uh, maths, Sammy and his team get incredible results in, in their maths department. So I had to get Sammy on. And we talked, to, we talked about group work. We talked about tricking students. And it's just, it really challenged me, challenged me in a really positive way. And it's really, I'm a massive group work skeptic, but this has really made me rethink uh, my approach to group work. So listen to that one. And the final one is, is Craig Latimer. And notice I'm trying to pick names out here, again, that, that you may not be um, overly familiar with. Craig's absolutely brilliant, you know, um, and we talked about loads of things there. We talked to, again a bit about kind of health and well-being, but we also talked about um, how you can improve CPD. And this doesn't have to be, you know, in a big conference, speaking to 500 people or whatever. It can just be just doing a little coaching session with a colleague or doing five minutes in a departmental meeting or something. And Craig talked about how we can use the key principles of good teaching to make good CPD. And I just think it's great. So I'll link to those three episodes. If you haven't heard of any of those, I think they're really good ways in. Um, it's a lot shorter, the Tips for Teachers podcast and the Mr. Barton Maps podcast. Each episode on average about 40 minutes, something like that, divided up into the five tips. And I timestamp each of them on Spotify so you can just click on the time and it takes you straight to the tip if you want to save yourself even more, even more time. Um, final things to say about Tips for Teachers. There's a newsletter available that's completely free. If you sign up to that on the Tips for Teachers website, there's a newsletter link. Bang your email in that, and then every Monday morning at eight o'clock, you receive a tip in your inbox to try out in your lessons that coming week. And about 2,000 people have subscribed to that, and that, that's going down really well. Just a little quick fire, you can read it within about two minutes. Give it a go in lessons that week. And the idea is you can improve your teaching one idea at a time. Um, I've also recorded a load of online CPD courses, uh, tips for teachers uh, courses. So if you want to try those um, on my online course platform, there's hundreds of short, sharp videos, loads of resources, loads of research. So if you're looking for a bit of low cost CPD, uh, you can check those out. And finally, 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 when it comes to tips for teachers, hopefully you're aware of this, but... Um, uh, at the time of recording, only a couple of weeks ago, um, my Tips for Teachers book came out, and I'm dead proud of this. I've been working on it for ages. It's an epic, I'll warn you. Um, it's about 580 pages, something like that. But the kind of tagline is Tips for Teachers, uh, over 400 ideas to improve your teaching. And what I've tried to do is I've tried to take everything that I've learned from all the schools that I've been visiting over the last few years, all the teachers I've been watching in action, speaking to, all the students I've been learning from, all the guests I've had on my podcast, all the research I've been reading, all my old ideas that I've been reflecting on and refining and changing. I've tried to put it all together in this really practical, easily accessible book that means you can dip in and you can try any of these ideas out the very next time you step into a classroom. So if you haven't checked out the Tips for Teachers book, uh, again, just Google it or you can look it up um, on my website. They're proud of it. Hopefully people will find that useful. So that's what I've been up to. That's what's kind of been taking up my Mr. Barton Maths podcast time, the time I would have previously dedicated to my uh, Mr. Barton Maths podcast. I've just plowed everything and more into my Tips for Teachers project. And I really hope you find it useful. I'm just trying to provide really high quality, free CPD uh, in all the different mediums that you could want it uh, to help you uh, support and improve your teaching. So that brings me back to the Mr. Barton Maths podcast, because to be honest with you, I've been missing it. 
I've been missing, again, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, right? I've been missing those three-hour epic conversations with Chris Bolton trying to get my head around what he's going on about, with Danny Quinn trying to figure out what the flipping heck they're doing at Michaela. All those all those epic conversations with the Bjorks learning about interleaving and so on. Um, so I've been missing them. So I'm pretty sure that at some point in 2023, um, the podcast, as you previously knew it, will come back. Um, I've got a few ideas for, for guests on, some returning guests, uh, some of the classics, but also some some new people who seem to be doing some fascinating work that, that I want to get on the show from the world of maths and, and also from, from beyond. So later in 2023, I would, I'd be very surprised if I didn't bring the podcast back in its current form. But I've also got a few ideas for things that I want to do in the interim. So I've got three ideas that I thought I'd run by you. So what I'm first thinking of doing, since I've got over 160 episodes, is maybe picking out five of the most influential episodes on my teaching practice from the past and doing a new reflection on them, perhaps a new introduction to them or a new takeaway to them. Um, so things like, I mean, off top of my head, when Dylan William first came on the podcast, that blew my mind, the way he talked about the greatest mistake he made as a teacher was making decisions on whole class understanding based on the responses of one or two confident students. And that threw me down the rabbit hole of obviously diagnostic questions, mass participation, and later mini whiteboards, and so on and so forth. Or the Bjorks episode, where for the first time I started to get my head around desirable difficulties and the kind of nuances of interleaving. That, that's one that I really need to revisit because over the last six months, I've read everything I can on interleaving in preparation for my Tips for Teachers book. And I, I think I understand it better now than I did. And I think I want to revisit that Bjorks episode just to see yeah, how little I knew at the time. And I imagine there were some nuggets in there that because I just wasn't at the place when I recorded that episode, when my knowledge wasn't secure enough, that I reckon there's some nuggets in there that I missed first time round. And, and also like the Greg Ashman episode where I first started delving into cognitive load theory, all these kind of seminal episodes for me, I think it'd be quite useful to kind of put those out again, to revisit them. And perhaps if you've heard them in the past, I wonder what your takeaway is on them now, um, you know, five years on, six years on, whatever it may be. So watch out for some archive episodes with new uh, new introductions and takeaways coming out. I'm also thinking of doing some themed episodes. So um, the Tips for Teachers podcast, I've recorded nearly 40 of them now. And guests can come on and talk about loads of different things, but themes start to emerge. So I'm thinking of like doing a compilation episode of say like three or four tips from different guests on teacher well-being or three or four different tips on responsive teaching or checking for understanding and so on. So kind of stitching them together in themed episodes and I'll do a little introduction at the start and so on. So I think that might be an interesting thing I could do with the Mr. Barton Maths podcast feed. And finally, the other thing I've been thinking about is over the last three or four years, obviously with a break with, uh, with, with COVID and so on, a lot of my time has been spent in schools and um, supporting maths departments. And the way I do this, and if, feel free to get in contact if you think this will be something useful for your department, is I go in over a series of days over the course of a term or over the course of a year, and I always spend the morning in lessons and I just dip in five minutes here, five minutes there. Then I cycle back, come back into a lesson that I've been in, trying to see as much as I can. And during that time, I'm on the lookout for things that the teachers are doing really well, that we can kind of harness that expertise and share it. And also kind of areas for development that, that we can work on as a team. So I do that in the morning. 
Then in the afternoons, I have a big chat with the head of department and the leadership team and so on about where they think they're at and any curriculum issues that they've got and so on and so forth. And then in the afternoon, I bring all the maths department together and I do some bespoke CPD based on the things I've seen in that morning, sharing great practice and then thinking about where we can where, where we can develop things. And then I'll come back late, um, you know, three weeks later, term later, whenever it may be, and we'll look to build upon what we did in day one and then introduce some new ideas and so on. Anyway, why am I telling you all this? Well, firstly, as I say, if you think that's of interest to you, feel free to, to get in contact. There's, there's my details on tips for teachers or on Mr. Barton Maps. But also, I'm learning so much from those visits. I mean, people learn, uh, I learn far more from, from everyone else than people learn from me. And there are lots of themes coming through there about things that I think in general, maths departments and maybe this even kind of transfers out of maths I don't know but certainly maths departments I think in general could work on so I'm wondering whether it's worth me putting together some kind of themed episodes on that based on the kind of support I normally give departments just so we can kind of get that out wider and you can use that in your own departmental meetings and so on so that's something I'm thinking about as well so the bottom line from all that is the Mr. Martin Maths podcast I'm hoping will be back later this year and um, in its traditional form but in the meantime There'll be some exciting things popping up in your feed. Archive episodes with new reflections, themed episodes from Tips for Teachers, and also maths departmental support episodes. So you'll be pleased to know I'm about to shut up uh, now. So final thing, if you wanted to kind of support my work, if you and if you want to kind of keep up to date with what I'm doing, here are three things that you could do that you might find useful. Firstly, if you haven't already, I'd be so grateful if you could subscribe to the Tips for Teachers podcast wherever you get your podcasts whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is. And if you've already subscribed, a massive favor you could do would be just to tell a friend. I want to try and get as many of the Mr. Barton Maths audience um, over to the Tips for Teachers as possible because there's so much good stuff out there. None of it from me, all of it from my guests. So um, if you could either subscribe or tell a friend, that'd be amazing. Secondly, I'd love it if you'd buy the Tips for Teachers book. You know, uh, again, I think it's really good, not at all because of me, just because I'm pulling together expertise from, from amazing teachers all around the world into one place. And there's so much good stuff in there. There's so much talent out there in the world of teaching. And I think it can really help all teachers, I think, improve their practice. There's something in there for, for everybody. So you can buy it in all the usual places. Or if you email John Cat um, and you want to buy like multiple copies for your department or whatever, they'll do you a nice discount uh, on that. Just drop us a message if, uh, if you can't, if you're struggling to get hold of them or anything like that. John Cat are my publishers, by the way. And finally, um, if you're looking for some kind of on-demand, short, snappy, low-cost CPD, um, you can check out the uh, Tips for Teachers CPD uh, section. All of that, the podcast, the book, the CPD, it's all on tipsforteachers.co.uk. So to wrap things up, thank you for kind of putting up with me and not ditching me uh, whilst the Mr. Barton Maths podcast has, has been off the air since uh, since last April. I will be back. I've got some uh, really exciting uh, yeah, things lined up. And I think this kind of break from that form of podcasters has done me good. And I'm looking forward to hitting the ground running. So I hope you're all well. Um, it's, it's a tough time to be a teacher at the moment, isn't it? Always, but particularly now. So I hope you're all doing well. Um, and I hope to see as many of you as possible um, in person, at either schools or, or events uh, in the near future. And yeah, if you do see me knocking around, please pop over and, and say hello. Thanks so much for tuning in. You take care of yourself and I'll see you on the other side.